Hi, this is Tia Sirkar. I play Sabine Wren on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Twin Suns Transmission. Of course, it ends where it begins. A desert planet with twin suns. Hey, my name is Taylor Gray, and I play Ezra Bridger in Star Wars Rebels. I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Twin Suns Transmission. Here's where the fun begins. Let's make this a bit more interesting. You've taken your first step into a larger world. The garbage will do! Nothing will stand in our way. May the force be with us. Hello and welcome back to Twin Suns Transmission. I'm your host, Eric Pfeiffer, joined as always by Jesse Sanfilippo. Hey guys. Welcome to episode 139 of Twin Suns Transmission. We are very glad that you guys are with us and this is our first episode after celebration besides our reaction video jesse so we have a lot to discuss we're very excited to talk about star wars celebration chicago and uh, there's been a lot of news since then surprisingly like you think everything would be out at celebration but no there is so much star wars stuff coming out and we got some information on the disneyland galaxy's edge reservations we did so the much anticipated park is going to be opening in disneyland on may 31st and what you need to know about getting into this park between May 31st and June 23rd is that besides a valid theme park admission ticket, you are going to need to make a reservation. So this reservation is not an extra cost. It's completely free. But if you're planning to go in this first month of the park open, you have to reserve a spot into the land and it will be by availability. So per each day, it could cap out. So you have to be quick on these reservations. Um, if you are planning during your Disneyland trip to stay at one of the three Disneyland resort hotels, you will automatically receive a reservation. And it sounds like it's going to be at like a, they'll give you like a designated day that you have access. I don't know if it's giving you access to the whole entire stay that you have, but um, you are guaranteed access to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge if you're staying at one of the resorts. Wow. Um, yeah, so that's pretty important. And then if you aren't staying at one of the resorts and you do plan to go in this first month, uh, you have to, you'll be able to first make your reservations on May 2nd. So put that on your calendar. And at 8 a.m. Pacific time, there is going to, they're going to post more details. And then at 10 a.m. later that day after the details are posted, that's when you're going to be able to start mes- making reservations. So it's going to be quick on the trigger for everyone who's not staying at a resort hotel but plans to go. So get ready, guys. <laughs> that already sounds crazy. Like, Yeah. <laughs> and they're having celebration in Anaheim next year, you know, so you know that yeah. people are going to want to go to Galaxy's Edge then and everything like that, so it'll definitely be crazy. I think, I think it's good that they're guaranteeing people who are – staying at one of the Disney resorts access. I think that's a good idea. Right, because, I mean, it's it costs a lot to stay at those resorts, and that means you've probably come from afar, and, you know, it's maybe you're not probably a regular pass holder or something. You won't have as much um, opportunity to get to the park, so it is nice that they're giving those people that shot at getting in. 
Right. And I'm going to Florida, so Disney World. And um, as far as I know, there's not going to be a reservation thing, which, I mean, I guess is good. It's kind of like a lottery, right? Like, it's kind of, it's not (laughs) random, but at the same time, like, first come, first serve. So if I'm able to beat people in line, then I'll get in there. You know, like, it doesn't, I could do it four days in a row, you know. Um, Yeah. And that's my plan. My plan is to, like, I'm flying in on a Wednesday I believe it opens on a Thursday, so I'll probably wait overnight that Wednesday because, you know, there is no reservation system and it could hit capacity. And if it, it, it will hit capacity and when it hits capacity, I don't want to be stuck outside of the park because I'm coming from Chicago and I don't want to miss out on that. Like the whole reason why I'm going out there is for Galaxy's Edge. So I just hope there's no issues. Right. I mean, I'm sure if you're waiting overnight, you'll be fine. Unless they <laughs> announce as things get closer, maybe there will be an online reservation thing. Um, yeah. I mean, the problem is like, I didn't, I guess I just didn't realize it until just now recording this, that I may end up having to wait overnight all the nights. <laughs> right. I mean, it'll be worth it because... I feel like this park is going to be massively packed for a really long time. Yeah. So regardless of the matter of getting in or not, like getting there first thing in the morning too, I feel like it's going to be a big deal because you're going to have to probably wait in a lot of lines to see a lot of stuff. If you want to see everything, right. you're definitely going to need to get there early. Right. Well, and you know, we, we could talk about this when we talk about celebration, but I feel like now's a good time too. I mean, we got to go through the Galaxy's Edge um, sort of area that they had at Celebration. And I feel like you went through it a couple times. So what were your like biggest highlights that, that you saw? Yeah, I did. And I wish I went through every single day because on that second time I went through, which was the last day, I realized that they had switched out a section of it every single day to showcase the different merchandise. Mm -hmm. So I got to see up close. Well, I technically got to see up close three things because on one of the days I realized that there were lightsabers in there and we, we like pulled a guy over, like over the barrier that they had around the little exhibit. And we're like, Hey, are those Ahsoka's lightsabers? And then he pulled them out and he was just like talking to us about them. And that I think was probably my highlight was seeing the actual sabers that you're going to get to build in the park and um were so they ahsoka's showed... lightsabers yes they oh, were nice like the um like rebels ahsoka fulcrum mm-hmm. ahsoka's uh most recent lightsaber and um they're very big like they're much bigger and much heavier than you would expect them to be but like it's not too big you know but it's bigger than i would have thought they would have been so um, ahsoka's anyways. lightsabers are going to be available yes okay Yes, and then within the saber, you also get a crystal, and every single crystal changes the color of the blade, just like it would in a real lightsaber, and you actually take the crystal like in and out, like it's like a real piece that you remove and replace, and the guy actually told me that when you remove the crystals from the lightsabers, and then you get, if you get a holocron, Um, which are also going to be available at the park. You can actually take the crystals out. And then if you get a holocron um, from, I don't remember where, 
I don't remember what store it's at, but there's going to be holocrons you can purchase as well. And you can place the crystals from the sabers into the holocrons and you'll get some information they said, you know, is like common knowledge that we know about the Jedi or that we know about the Sith. But a lot there's going to be like a little pieces of information from each crystal that's completely new, something we've never heard. And he did say that there would be something Ahsoka specific, um, something we've never heard about her. Were you totally freaking that out? Were... Oh, yeah, I was totally freaking yeah. out. So the girl was that was standing next to me that I just happened to be having a meltdown with at the same time. <laughs> um, no, it was really cool. And then they showed us the droids on one of the days. The droids are amazing. Um, just looking at all the different colors and all the different ways you'll be able to put them together. Um I'm still baffled on how this is going to work with everybody having remote control droids running around the park, but it just, everything is so interactive when you put all these things together, like you'll be able to to buy clothes that make you look like you're part of the park. You're going to have your own lightsaber if you so choose. You could have your own droid if you so choose. Like you are so going to be, you could so immerse yourself into this that it will feel real like i just can't stress enough how real they are trying to make this for us yeah and these droids are gonna totally help you interact with so much of the park like they will they'll make certain noises at certain locations depending on different chips you buy and put into them i think there's like a rebellion chip or a first order chip And if you put in, like, a rebellion chip when you're around the First Order, your droid will make, like, sad sounds or scared sounds. Oh, dear. I don't know. It's just so, they put so much thought into it, and it's so, it was so clear how much thought was put into this park in this little exhibit. It's just going to be unreal. Yeah. And they had a full Galaxy's Edge panel that was actually one of the lottery panels. It was the lottery panel for Saturday at celebration and uh we didn't go to this one unfortunately we just had well first of all we didn't get picked for any of the lotteries i'm just gonna say that (laughs) for Um, the main room right at least (laughs) um but anyway they they had some really cool stuff that i sort of later found out about from this panel and some of that is going to be what we've talked about and what you've just said But some of the other things is they partnered up with uh, Disney and and Star Wars partnered up with Coca-Cola. So if you look at some of the new um, like Coke bottles and Sprite bottles and even Dasani water, they are sort of shaped like thermal detonators. So Coke, Diet Coke and Sprite will all be sort of that cylindrical shape with uh, the twist off top. And then Dasani will be in a tall cylindrical container like normal. Um, but everything's in Arubesh. Like it, it, it looks more like Arubesh lettering. Maybe, I don't know if it's, if it's uh, exactly Arubesh, but I think they're trying to like replicate, you know, the Coca-Cola logo, but also make it Star Wars. So it's, it's kind of cool yeah. looking. I saw that on a lot of the signage just in the exhibit. Like it's, it is very Orabesh esque, but it's still English, so you can you can read it, but it looks so close to Orabesh that it almost feels like it's like a weird technology that's like allowing yeah. your brain to to read it. Like it, it's really cool. Yeah. 
So I'm very excited about that. And um, unfortunately, I did go only once through the Galaxy's Edge thing, and it was like the last day, I believe. And so when people are like, oh, do you think it should have been five days? I'm like, yes, yes, it should be 10 days <laughs> because I can't do everything right. I need to do. You know, I would have loved <laughs> to have done that every single day, but it's just there's so much to do at Celebration and like, yeah, Galaxy's Edge is going to be huge. But I was like, I'm going to actually physically go there like I have right. my tickets, you know, so I don't know, like it was it was one of the things I wanted to do. But at the same time, I was like, I'm going to be there, so I don't need to see the merchandise here. Oh, yeah. I'll see it there. But That's I don't know. That's how I felt about the panel, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, I'll be there eventually. Like, not this year and maybe not next year, but, like, I'll be there. So, yeah. <laughs> but they had a really cool thing at um, the Galaxy's Edge area. Uh, they had a, an, uh, a series of little closed-off areas where you could enter behind a curtain and record something for the park where you could talk about what Star Wars meant to you and, and what kind of impact it's had on your life. And my understanding was they'll play it. It's not like, oh, they yeah. might play it. Like, they'll play it. Yeah. No, they said it will be part of the yeah. park. So I wonder if it's just cool. like an opening, like a special opening, like, month thing, or if it will always be part of the park. Right. And I wanted to do it. Like, I was like, this is going to be awesome. And then I get in there, and there's a huge line. I'm like, crap. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to wait in that line. I got so many other things to do, autographs and such. It's just, I don't know. It's crazy. So... Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to do that, but I I love everything that I've seen from Galaxy's Edge, and um, you know I think the the reservation system is probably good, but at the same time I don't want to miss out on getting a reservation then not get to go. So we'll see we'll see how uh, how everything works out. But I will be at Disney World, not to be confused with the reservation system for Disneyland. So we'll see how it what all uh, all works out. May the 4th is coming up, and as you know, May the 4th is Star Wars Day, and there's uh, a ton of great deals that are coming up for May the 4th, and um, it's, it's sort of becoming known as uh, the best day to get Star Wars merchandise, second to probably <laughs> Force Friday, but there's a ton of cool stuff, and, and StarWars.com actually released uh, an article talking about some of the great deals that you can take part in acme archives which is a place um that sells a lot of artwork and prints and things like that you can get 20 percent off star wars art using the code force 20 there's bandai they have up to 39 percent off select items 39 is uh kind of an odd number if you ask me but whatever you guys <laughs> want to do build-a-bears having some cool deals we also have um Let's see, what else? Some of this stuff I don't even understand. Disney Store. So if you guys are at the um, the panel for the, for the Phantom Menace at Celebration, um, they showed an image at the very end of the panel. And um, that image, I believe, is going to be a lithograph that is going to be given out to the first 50 guests who make a purchase on May the 4th at the Disney Store. It's available in all stores, including outlets, which is pretty cool. And there's also going to be a limited edition May the 4th Be With You pin featuring the Phantom Menace for the uh, 20th anniversary of the film. 
Um, there's also going to be like other events and activities that they're going to have throughout the store. Fathead, you can get uh, 40% off decals, things like that. There's going to be um, some Hallmark stuff, 25% uh, off assorted items. You can get $5, uh, $5 off on personal personalized Star Wars ornaments. You can also grab a free limited edition four-piece Star Wars pin set if you buy $15 or more on Star Wars gifts. Um, there's a ton of stuff. You can actually just go onto StarWars.com and uh, scroll through everything. Her Universe is going to have 30% off select Star Wars merchandise on May 4th and 5th. Heroes and Villains is going to have 50% off uh, select Star Wars items, including the Endor collection, which is pretty awesome. And then Free Comic Book Day is also coming up, so don't want to miss out on that. I believe that is going to be Saturday, May 4th as well. So make sure to pick up some of the uh, free Star Wars comic books, which are going to be out there and look pretty cool. So there's, I mean, I'm still scrolling through this. Loungefly is going to have some special stuff. Plastic color, pop sockets, like there's a ton of Star, oh, Star Wars Authentics. 30% off all official photos and up to 50% off autographs. That might be something interesting to look into. Like, there's a ton of stuff that you can just find on this um, this article. And uh, essentially, if you just go on to StarWars.com, it's an article called Star Wars Day 2019 Deals. Pretty straightforward, and you can find all of this stuff. So, uh, a ton of great stuff for May 4th. Yeah, I'm feeling really tapped out after celebration, so I might just have to <laughs> yeah. hit up free comic book day and be satisfied with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am totally right there with you. And as I think about what's going to happen the rest of the year, it's like not only May, May the 4th, but Force Friday in October, and then you're going to have Galaxy's Edge which I'm going to at the end of August, early September. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you know, there's going to be a ton of stuff coming out when Episode Nine comes out because, you know, they only release certain things like the encyclopedias and the art books and stuff like that as you get closer to the movie. So probably like December, if not after that. So it's going to be a, a, a very costly year, but awesome. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit about Celebration, Jesse, and we talked about the Galaxy's Edge stuff, um, but this is going to be more of, of uh, sort of recapping everything that we did. We had our reaction show that we already um, produced, but I just, I just love Celebration so much, and I even texted you the other day, and it's been a couple weeks since Celebration has ended, but I texted you the other day because I was looking back through old texts like that we had sent each other and some of our friends in a group chat just of like, Oh, I'm going to the clone wars panel right now. Okay. I'm in line for this. I'll meet you up over here. Like I just liked going back and reading those because it was interesting to see like this time last week, you know, we were in line for whatever, like, I don't know. It was just yeah. so, it was so cool to look back and see where we were at certain times during celebration and I, I miss it. I really, I really do miss being at Celebration. So, um... I do, too. I just keep looking through, like, old photos and stuff, and, like, everybody I've seen, like, 
every single person on Easter was like, you were at Star Wars Celebration. Like, how was it? And I just loved, like, recapping everything. And yeah, people were like, how, how many days were you there? And I was like, they were like, you were just there for the weekend, right? I was like, no, all five <laughs> days, all the days I was mm-hmm. there. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, I, gosh, it was the coolest thing like it's better than any convention i think i've ever been to just like the energy and the people and just like the camaraderie like i got so emotional about it like every day as i was driving home Mm -hmm. call my husband and be like this is so amazing i can't believe i've never done this before like this is literally the best thing well Um, I remember specifically during the Clone Wars panel looking over at you after we saw the trailer for the first time. And I don't know if that's a moment that I'll ever forget because I remember going with you to see Clone Wars because we met in college. And I'm actually getting like choked up talking about it right now. (laughs) Like I remember going with you to see the Clone Wars movie in 2008. Like, when we first became friends and, like, taking you to see Clone Wars. And now here we are, you know, 11 years later, watching together, sitting there, Dave Filoni, like, introduce and show us the trailer for the new season. It was so awesome. Like, I, I'm not going to forget that. Just being in that room and having everybody there, it was just it was just awesome. It was incredible. And I want to thank you, too, for saving our seats for that because it was not a lottery, <laughs> so we weren't guaranteed spots. Oh, I was so happy to just sit there all day. That's like, yeah, and before I even say that, it's just, yeah, that moment was super cool and you know you brought me to star wars and then the clone wars like hooked me into it and so like that just felt like everything and like watching dave filoni you know in my house in my kitchen you know versus being there with everyone's reactions and with my friends reactions and your reactions and just like living it and not living through it i guess like, mm-hmm. it was just so, it was everything. It was literally everything I wanted out of the experience was so much of that was in that Clone Wars panel. And I think that is when I got the closest to crying in public. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I actually did it, um, but that was probably, I was the closest in yeah. that panel. It was just perfect. I I had tears during the Episode Nine trailer and the Episode Nine panel. Like, I, I'm can't even try to hide it i did and (laughs) i think there was a couple moments one was during the trailer and then the other one was kelly when kelly marie tran came out i was like oh crap this is that's it i'm done like everything's Mm -hmm. over i was i was so excited to see you know the fan reaction for her and we talked about it during our reaction video we talked about the pure amount of respect and appreciation i feel like the fan base had for kelly at that moment and i feel like some people don't realize how cruel they're being until someone comes out and says you hurt my feelings like i feel like when jar jar says hey i actually guys i thought about taking my own life people like oh crap were we actually that mean to you like people don't realize how cruel they're being sometimes And when you have an entire auditorium of the biggest Star Wars fans in the world 
all together. And I understand that some of us are obviously not in that room that are huge fans, but you know, you're not going to spend hundreds of dollars to try and get into a convention if you don't actually care about Star Wars that much. And right. all these people were cheering for her and it made me it made me feel awesome. It made me feel like I'm so happy to be part of this fan base and I'm very happy for Kelly. I agree. And it also helps now, like when I scroll through the internet and the internet can be a really beautiful place. Like it can really connect us and um, create a really wonderful community. And there's always going to be someone who is trying to like troll. It's so much easier now to just scroll past that because being there, it was like, that's not a thing. Like it's not real. Like it's just, it's just a troll. Like it's just somebody being rude on the internet and if yeah. the more we ignore them like the more they'll go away because it's clear that there's far more of us that just love it and just yeah. want to be there to love it um and i'm just it's just so much easier to focus on that now after seeing it all in droves just the positivity was incredible yeah and like for me one of the biggest things that i get excited about for celebration is just being in line with people and being like, Oh, Hey, have you guys heard of star Wars destiny? It's a really cool card game that I like to play. And you know, I have like a small group of friends at home that I play with and people would be like, I have every card. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) let's be friends. You know, like it's just awesome because even some of the most obscure star Wars things, people who are sitting next to you or standing next to you in line will be like, yeah, I've, I've been playing that for years or whatever, you know, like it's cool. <laughs> it's cool to create friendships. It, it was. And even just like in that small space of watching the episode nine panel from the live stream on the convention floor, we found your friends who now I feel like are my friends. And, yeah. <laughs> and like, it, it was just like, just experiencing each of these little moments throughout, whether you're standing in line or whether you're watching the new trailer together, like it just, it just became so easy to like connect with every single person that you came across. Right. And it's just like a feeling like no other, like, I don't know, that's not easy for me. And in general, new people, I just don't usually know what to say or how to, be in a conversation with new people. I, I always come around, but it takes me a while to warm up. But this was just like, it was nothing. I was just, I was just 100% me from the get go the yeah. whole time. And it was yeah. just really liberating. Like it was, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. And, you know, some of my, the friend that you're talking about is a good friend. His name's Jesse, and he's actually getting married this upcoming weekend, which I'm very excited to be a part of that wedding. And he, if it wasn't for Star Wars, him and I would have never met. He, I met him at Star Wars weekends in like 2013. And then saw him again the next year, 2014. And I was 13 years old. Or, no, what? No, it was sorry. 2003. 2003 is when I met him. I was 13 and he was like 11 or 12. And we, you know, met the next year again. Like we didn't even get each other's contact info, anything. We just happened to see each other the next year and became friends. And then the following year he came out to my house and saw my collection at my parents' place. And 
now I'm going to his wedding, you know, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy that Star Wars can bring people together like this. And I got made fun of as a kid to the point where there would be females who were younger than me that might be, might have been taller than me that I would, if my parents dropped me off at the, at the school, I would wait. If I saw them, I would wait at the corner so that they would pass by me so I didn't have to get made fun of by them. And that was really embarrassing that I had to do that, but it's just the way that it was. And then when you meet friends at celebrations or at Star Wars weekends that, you know, share the same thing as you, it's awesome. It's awesome the people that you meet. And uh, I'm very excited that celebrations are still happening. And I feel like Star Wars did that for you and me too. Like I don't necessarily know if we would have made a connection without Star Wars either because mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure we've told this story on the show that that's the very first thing you said to me cuz you know me I wouldn't have said a dang thing. Um <laughs> probably would have just sat there and been quiet the whole time but you were like, <laughs> "Hi. Hi, I'm Eric and I really like Star Wars." And I was like, "Oh, I can just say, hi, I'm Jesse, and I really like Harry Potter, and we just, like, traded fandoms. Yeah. And that isn't something I, at that time, would have necessarily told anyone. You know, I had a very small group of friends who really liked Harry Potter with me, and we just kind of kept that. Like, it wasn't, like, a secret, but we didn't advertise that we were Harry Potter friends, fans. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, I just didn't. I, until I met you, I don't think I really knew how, like, okay it was to, to like all this <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, I saw, like, all the, like, your collection and, like, always, like, wearing these, like, t-shirts and all these cool things. And I was just like, that's just what I've always wanted to do and have always been too scared to do it. Because I got made fun of a lot when I was a little kid, like people would throw my stuff out the bus windows. It's not oh, funny, no. but um, yeah, <laughs> like I, I think I was just so afraid to be anything but the average that I just mm-hmm. never did it until I met you and I realized how much fun I could be having and how stupid it was to be worried about it. Yeah. And so thanks. <laughs> I mean, I really <laughs> honestly, I, I, I mean, I would like to say you're welcome, but it's not something that I did on purpose. Like, that was just how it happened, you know? I mean, I I realized, especially right at that time, I think, during college, um, that I didn't care. Like, I didn't care if people were going to make fun of me. Star Wars was my passion, and it was, it was going to be who I was. So, it's, it is what it is. Um, and now it's just so I feel like so many people have started to realize that same thing that it's more fun to just love something than it is to be worried about what people think yeah you are because you love it and it's just something that we can all share now yeah um is loving these stories and yeah it's it has a lot to do with yeah with these events that really put it into the light it's it's just kind of (laughs) magical yeah and as a collector i'm really big into hunting for exclusives and 
trying to get all the cool merchandise and stuff and we did a thing that was part of the pin trading and I feel like people don't fully understand that pin trading can be like incredibly exciting. Like <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that, you know, when you see pop up on the website, Oh, the first round of like, you know, road to celebration pins are for sale or whatever. You're like, that's, that's cool. But like people don't always jump on that. And I feel like with, you know, my girlfriend, Amanda, who was with me for the first time at Celebration and, and even you to a certain extent, like people, you guys sort of got excited about the pin trading. Yeah, I didn't actually trade any pins, but, but I just got really excited about like collecting them. And it wasn't just like the enamel ones put out by the convention, but it was just the really cool pins that people had made that they, they were just like throwing at you yeah. like which was just so amazing like I got a pin a really beautiful like enamel convoy Morai pin just because I was convoy she was like oh I'm giving these to all people who are wearing a convoy on their shoulder and then <laughs> this tiny little Anakin which was probably my favorite one he just runs up to me and he's like want a pin I was like, yeah, sure. He puts it in my hand and just runs away immediately. And I look down and it says, sand is the stupidest. <laughs> yeah. and I started dying laughing and I yelled back at his mom. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, just so many fun little things that people just did just because, just made just for the purpose of like passing them out. Right. It was so cool. Yeah, and... We, I think we talked a little bit on the reaction uh, podcast from last time, but you waited in line. You got there early in the morning. You went to Hallmark and you stood in line and almost got really upset at some people. But um, yeah. you got your first Ahsoka like pin from an exclusive vendor in the morning. Yeah, they were being silly. So I just had to <laughs> let them know that they were being silly and they agreed with me. And then I got my pin. So... <laughs> it was worth it. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. And I'm I'm really happy that you guys were there to be a part of that because like that's a little taste of the excitement that I get too with my collection, you know, like just being able to get that reward at the end of the tunnel. Getting yeah. there early, waiting in line, meeting friends and being able to receive what you waited there for you know right and the fact that it was like exclusive and limited like just right. made it so much more exciting like I don't know I yeah that was a really fun moment that was <laughs> yeah. that was the bucket list I wish I would have I would I wish I would have been there while you were getting upset at people because I would have loved to have seen that <laughs> <laughs> I know it's just such a not me thing but I was like I did not wake up at 4 30 in the morning <laughs> for you to tell me that I can't stand in line for this yet yeah. that was the thing they wanted us to wait 10 more minutes while they gave vendors a chance and I was like why did I wait Stupid. but it's fine yeah. yeah they were just being silly but they they came around that's good <laughs> Yeah, and you got your Rose Tico pin, which was a part of the official Star wow. Wars uh, celebration pin trading thing, which is really cool. And I feel like, I mean, the pins look really cool, and you can get them a bunch of different ways. You can either trade with other people. Some of them are exclusive to trading with 
uh, Star Wars Celebration staff members. Some of them are exclusive to certain booths and vendors. Other ones you have to get at the store. Some of them you have to spend over a certain dollar value at the store to get. And, you know, it's it's kind of, it is what it is. But it was really fun and I really enjoyed doing that. So if you're someone that does pin trading, definitely try and find me at Anaheim because I like to trade pins. And the Celebration Store, I ended up doing that one of the days. That was really fun. There's just a ton of stuff to do at Celebration. And I think they have been doing a phenomenal job at the StarWars.com live stream stage. Each and every year, they blow me away with how exciting and awesome that is. Because even if you're like, you know what? I don't really want to walk around anymore. I just want to like stand in a spot for a little bit. And, you know, like, right. not worry about dealing with anything. You could watch that. You could just, like, stand there and be like, oh, hey, J.J. Abrams just, like, walked out on stage. That's pretty awesome. It's almost like a mini panel the whole day. I don't think I was even really, like, expecting to be able to watch the main, like, big lottery panels on that stage until we yeah. got there. And that, even, even being there for the episode nine panel like that was I think better than being in it in my personal opinion I'm so happy that that's where we were I mean I'm sure I would have never thought that if we were actually in it in the wind trust arena but like being with everyone on the convention floor and hearing just like this huge room of reactions mm -hmm. like that video I took that little clip that I took of us all watching that you mean the one where like you panned to my face and it was still zoomed in and I'm like looking like a, yeah. just like a kid in a candy store because I was so excited yeah <laughs> that's my favorite thing that I videoed the entire con because I was like I'm gonna pay really close attention to this I want to be in the moment whatever I get on camera I get and I ended up being pretty well focused on the screen the whole time and then the fact that I, I had like our friends reactions and then the fact that I panned to your face <laughs> that yeah. exact moment is my favorite thing I just I hope you know I've been showing that to everyone <laughs> <laughs> nice because your face said it all. If you guys yeah. haven't looked at our social media and seen that video, please go look at it. Since mm -hmm. it'll it'll brighten your day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I saw some people. You know how we like waited that morning or whatever. I think yeah, I think you were with us. In the morning, people literally waited to get into the exhibit hall to go straight to the front of the starwars.com live stream stage and like that's pretty crazy because normally if you're waiting for the panel then you're actually waiting like overnight for the panel but obviously they didn't do that this year so in order to get into the exhibit floor people had to wait like at six o'clock that's when they let you through security but most of the people who are trying to get into the exhibit hall i feel like we're trying to get to a vendor for an exclusive Mm -hmm. But not not on Friday. On Friday, people, some of the people were in line to get to the front of the StarWars.com stage. And I was in there to try to get, I don't know, what if, if it was Fantasy Flight or if it was a pin somewhere or something. But you were with me and then we went, as soon as we couldn't get our exclusives, or maybe we did, I don't remember if we were successful that day or not. We just kind of like stood there. And I feel like even 
right when we got there, we could have moved up a little bit further, but we were kind of content where we were. And then, Mm -hmm. like, my friends just randomly showed up next to us, even though we didn't know exactly (laughs) where they were, which was pretty cool. Um, It was, like, meant to be that we were supposed to stand there. And we had pretty decent seats. I mean, we were in the center. Like, we weren't super close to the stage, but we could see everything. We could hear everything because I know that by the time the panel started, like, people were sort of dispersed throughout that area and some people couldn't hear everything or see everything or whatever but we were in a great spot and like you said to be a part of the episode nine sort of quote-unquote panel even though we weren't in that room was amazing it was truly awesome to be a you know in a group of of fans like that watching right and like i don't think I would, because I just saw Endgame today, and they showed that trailer on the big screen. I know you saw it this weekend, so you've probably now seen it on the big screen. And I don't think I would be still reacting every time I watch it as excited. You know, like the goosebumps that I get, like, I know it's because it's a good trailer, but I think it comes from celebration and like putting me back in that moment where we're all standing there and hearing the emperor's laugh for the first time and just being so shocked. Like I still get those goosebumps now every single time. And I'm like showing people the trailer, like expecting them to have this like same reaction. And they're just like, yeah, cool. I'm like, no, you don't understand. No, be (laughs) more excited. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that comes from being there and not so much. I mean, it is a cool trailer, but it's yeah it's those same goosebumps resurfacing from that day yeah well i decided that i was going to take the day after celebration off that tuesday to you know work on the collection and unpack and just kind of like catch up on sleep and stuff before i worked next and uh, my girlfriend and i went to a, a restaurant for brunch the next that tuesday morning just to kind of, because, you know, obviously been being gone for about a week, didn't have a lot of food in the house or whatever. So went out to brunch and sat there talking about celebration and how much we loved it and how great it was. And, you know, we talked about things that we wanted to do for twin sons and all that. And uh, since then, we've been there one other time. And now I associate that place with celebration because... Yeah we were talking about celebration the last time we were there and I had never been there before that time. And so like, I feel like every time I go back there now, I'm going to think about celebration because I associate that with our celebration conversation that we had the day after. And so I think, Mm -hmm. you know, each and every celebration, it provides a new experience. Some of the celebrations I have been in costume 90% of the time. Some of them I've been shopping. Some of them I've been in the autograph area 90% of the time. Every every single celebration provides a different experience. And I'm glad that this time I got to share it with friends who are local, like you and my girlfriend Amanda. Like it, I've never been able to do that. I've always had to travel somewhere. And so to be able to share that with you guys this time was awesome. So I'm glad. I'm glad you guys liked it, and I hope that you guys will be at Anaheim. I hope so. I hope it comes to Chicago again mm-hmm. someday too to make it easier on us. But mm-hmm. but yeah, I really hope so. It's really something that I would like to make a regular thing, whether it's 
it's, you know, every couple of years, it's definitely not the last time that I'll be at Celebration. I'll tell you that for sure. Right. Well, the crazy thing is we've sat here and we've been talking about Celebration and really like we haven't even talked about anything, like just how much we enjoyed it, (laughs) you know? Right. That's, That's so crazy to me. But we got a ton of great content at Celebration and, you know, got to spend a lot of time talking about what our favorite characters were and why we liked them with our friends and things like that. And it sort of snowballed and people have been really enjoying everything Star Wars for a while now. And um, my girlfriend Amanda, after we got back from Celebration, was like, hey, you know, what, uh, what can I do to help Twin Sons out? And I'm like, well, that's first of all, that's really nice of you to to offer to help. I appreciate that. But there's a lot of things that she could have done to help out. And we sort of decided that we were going to revitalize something that we had announced a couple of years ago. I actually saw this. Um, our first post for this was August 30th of 2017. But... Oh, wow. um, now we are actually 100% full-fledged, ready to go. And Jesse, do you want to tell everyone what we're going to be doing? So we are officially bringing back the Twin Sons Outpost Book Club. We are starting reading Master and Apprentice this coming Wednesday, May 1st. And it is all going to be run by Amanda and The best way to participate, I would say, is to head over to Facebook, join our public group. It's called TSO Book Club. That is where the uh, majority of all our discussions are going to take place. You guys can post your thoughts, your feelings, um, what books you want to read next, what other books you're currently reading in the Star Wars realm, anything, basically. It's going to be a community for you guys anyone who's reading with us, anyone who listens to the show, even if you just want to, you know, see what we're saying about the books and not necessarily read. It's for anyone who listens to Twin Sons Outpost to be a part of. And I just can't wait to see how this is going to develop. I know we're going to do discussion questions from week to week. um, And our goal is about every month, depending on the length of the book, to focus on a new book. So Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray is starting the month of May. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, me too. And I, I'm i a very <laughs> slow reader. So I've started the book already just so I can finish by the time uh, we're supposed to be done with it. And I really have to say that I have enjoyed what I've read so far. I'm only a couple chapters into it. But obviously we know a lot about the character of Obi-Wan Kenobi and we know who Qui-Gon is and what his purpose was for the Star Wars story. But what this book does is it gives you a little bit more insight into the Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn dynamic and how they worked together as, uh, you know, master and apprentice before episode one and and how everything kind of comes to be. And I really enjoyed everything I've read so far. I'm super excited about the book club. I've already have some discussion questions ready because uh, I'm just so excited and I want to hear what you guys all have to say about 
what's going on in the book. So if you are into Star Wars books and you really like reading um, and you want to be a part of the book club, you can actually join us, like Jesse said, in our book club, which is TSO Book Club. If you go on to Facebook um, and you type in TSO Book Club, you can find us there. There's also links on the Twin Sons Outpost Facebook page. So if you just go to Twin Sons Outpost, our main page, you can find links to our book club on some of the posts on there as well. So we'd love to have you. Jesse, before we go, do you want to tell people where to find us on social media? Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under the handle at Twin Sons Outpost. And of course, you can find us uh, to listen to us on the Star Wars podcast app on the Google Play Store. You can also find us on iTunes, or you can go on to our website, which is www.twinsonsoutpost.com. Click on the podcast tab on the left-hand side, and you'll see all of our shows. But thank you so much for listening to us talk about Celebration and all the upcoming Star Wars news for May the 4th and Galaxy's Edge. We're very excited, and we'll have a lot more come May for our book club and everything else that we're expecting as far as news. So for Eric and Jesse, you've been listening to episode 139 of Twin Suns Transmission. We'll see you next time, and may the Force be with you. Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. You've been listening to Twin Suns Transmission, an exciting show where sand gets everywhere. Thank you for listening to this presentation of the Twin Suns Podcast Network. May the Force be with you, always. Hailmaster Tatooine. It's controlled by the Hut. Point on, how do we? This is your mother to me, I think.